Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here's a great song. You know, this one is, I would say, my favorite Jimmy Buffett song that's ever been written. <laughs> I would up the ante and what? say it might be the best song ever written, period. Wow. Yeah. Move over, Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> If necessity is the mother of invention, then I'd like to kill the guy who invented this. Starting with murder. It's a lie. The numbers come together in some kind of third dimension. A regular algebraic bliss. Let's start with something simple, like one and one ain't three. And two plus two will never get you five. <laughs> There's fractions in my subtraction, and X don't equal Y. But my homework is bound to multiply. Math sucks. Math sucks. Math sucks. I'd like to burn this textbook. I hate this stuff so much. Math sucks. Math sucks. Math sucks. Math sucks. Sometimes I think I don't know that much. Oh boy, welcome, welcome to the Parahead Podcast, where we only play the hits, the very best and brightest of the Jimmy Buffett catalog. All the highlights, folks. All the highlights. Uh, welcome to the Parahead Podcast. Yes, I'm Patrick McDonald. And I am Ryan Middledorf. This is your podcast for everything Jimmy Buffett. And when we say everything, honestly, let's drop the charade, Ryan. <laughs> let's drop the charade right here, right now. Is it charade? It's, I'm calling it charade today. We're going to drop the charade. Charade. Uh, <laughs> the charade has hit the fan. The Charade, my favorite game to play at parties. Charades. Do you when you have those parties? Are you wearing like a like a blazer? I'm wearing uh, a kimono. A kimono, and that, you. But the kimono is uh, uh, the pattern on it looks like a suit. <laughs> <laughs> you have you you have flip flops. I have flip flops. You walk out and you have a uh, a pipe, but it's a bubble pipe. It's a bubble pipe. Say, would you all like to play a game of charades? Yeah, and all my stuffed animals go yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're oh, very man. fun. I wish I could invite you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wish you could, too. But you have a strict only stuffed animal policy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, how you doing? It's I'm doing been great. a minute. I know it's been so long. Yeah. Uh, you would never guess it, uh, li dear listeners. <laughs> no, dear listeners, you would never guess it because we've been uploading regularly, except for last week. Oh, we didn't upload last week. We did week. not. No, well, my mistake. No, I had it's a, okay. I had a solid three-week streak where I felt very good about myself. You're doing great. I'm doing great. We're doing, you know, this is, it's, I think if Parrot Heads... Uh, can rely on anything. It's that uh, you can't rely on anything. That's <laughs> true. You know, uh, we we very much follow the Jimmy Buffett model of uh, post when you remember about That's it. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, do we have an album supposed to go up today? <laughs> oh yeah, I think we should record an album. <laughs> uh, by the way, Jimmy Buffett, I saw uh, on the news he did get a hole in one yesterday. So <laughs> hey. Good for Jimmy. Oh, wonderful. He posted wonderful. About a nice it. little glap yeah. call for Jimmy Buffett. A little, a little, a little glap glap call. <laughs> Golf club, I golf think club. you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm doing well, Ryan. Good. I'm doing very well. Uh, I was just talking to you a little bit. I uh, am moving. Yes. Potentially. We're so both in the midst of moving. Both in the midst of moving. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's been really fun. It is Halloween season. It is. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. We're in the thick of it. We're in. The, yeah, we're in the thick of it. I had a fun little thing happen to me the other day uh, at the Haunted Hayride, which Ooh, I wanted to tell you about. Yes. The, the Haunted Hayride, for those that don't know, uh, in Griffith Park in Los Angeles, every year they have 
uh, just a big hayride with like actors and scary things and they drive you through Griffith Park and things pop out. It's very fun. Yeah, you yeah. sit in the in the in a trailer. It's very much like uh, hayrides in the rest of the country. Yes. But we have one here. Yes. And it's cute for us. Yes. <laughs> we, we go with our, our lattes and our wheatgrass shots. And, and is we, it still like sixty dollars? Yes, it was fifty dollars. Okay. Yeah, great, yeah, yeah. Great, a little great, bit great. of a discount there. Yes. Uh, but I was sitting in there and there was one area that had like a swamp creature section. Oh. And I was sitting in the you know the trailer uh, on some hay and a swamp creature popped out of nowhere, of course, scared me. Yes. Uh, and then he gave me uh, a dirty uh, used iced coffee cup, and he said, throw this away. <laughs> <laughs> and then he disappeared. What a, what a responsible swamp creature <laughs> he that was, was. I just remembered that, you know, the swamp creature let one in, <laughs> and, and he let me in to make sure that I didn't litter. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, it was very nice. I, I want to know if it was his iced coffee that he had just finished, or if he found it on the ground. I love to think if it was his that he just finished. <laughs> <laughs> and did he say it to you in a swamp creature voice? Said, Throw this away. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty quiet. Like, what's <laughs> It was so funny. It was so strange. Um, and so I just had to convey that. I did tweet about it. So if you follow me on my what? actual Twitter, not the Paradise Twitter, that is something that happened. But Wonderful. It was so funny. It was a very good time. Um, I also wanted to just shout out uh, to a couple people that reached out to me uh about that song the mystery song yes did we uh, I'll, I'll do it again for you and then that's it uh many people reach out about this many many people would you say it was more than we've ever had in terms of outreach i would say it was the most engagement um maybe to make sure that i don't do it again but i certainly just did yeah 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 um uh but it was very exciting uh because yeah we got an answer i want to find a specific email uh so we can give credit to somebody beautiful um david lowe reached out um, he said, hey guys, your 80s song is Howard Jones's Things Can Only Get Better. Love the podcast. Cheers, David. Cheers to you, David. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's also, he has a website called Island Dave's Cocktails. Wow. So okay. I would go to Island Dave's, let me see if it's islanddavescocktails.com. Big shout out. I would shout out to Island Dave and Island Dave's Cocktails. Go to Island Dave's Cocktails if you are looking for fun island recipes. I love it. looks it. like a really fun blog. I would check it out. So thanks, Island Dave. And this is Things Can Only Get Better by Howard Jones. Let's give it a quick Let's listen. Do it. Yes. You can get to the chorus there, too, because that's where it, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to skip a little, uh, skip ahead a little bit. Here we go. Oh, no, you skipped too fast. Oh, no. Here we go. Was I wrong? <laughs> Was I wrong? You were 100% correct. <laughs> uh, uh, now, I have... I, I, <laughs> I'm going to request something from one of our listeners. Okay. So we, we have a clean version of you, I'm sure, doing that. Yes. If someone could put it on the beat... And send it to us We will compare Because I'm pretty sure You have a very similar voice To Howard Jones You think I sound exactly Like Howard Jones I think you do Okay 
Yep. Yeah. Especially the whoa, uh, yeah. Whoa, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do it again. There's a lot of clean audio of that. Yes, yes, okay, yes. Okay, great. Yes. Please, that's, this is called the Howard Jones Challenge. <laughs> We're starting it now. <laughs> 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 So there, it's out there for you. That's great. If you want it. I love it. Uh, yeah, thanks again to Island Dave. Definitely check out that website. It seems like a really great website. <gasps> um, and uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much what's going on with me. A bit of a hodgepodge. What's going on with you, Ryan? Oh, man. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I don't want it to come across as sounding real sad because it's not. Okay, great. Okay, so I've been really, <laughs> I've been really into learning about people that live in isolation mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. um specifically that have certain uh, uh jobs where they're purposefully isolated like people in arctic uh expeditions or like uh, yes. like uh stations like yeah exactly stations, exactly yeah. so i caught uh i i can't remember where this video is from it was like a little documentary about um, uh, fire lookouts okay. in like Montana, yeah, and these guys will live in these old, like probably like three hundred square foot like shacks on top of humongous, beautiful mountains with like a three sixty degree view of uh of, of like a national park, mm-hmm. and they live up there during the summer, uh, during fire season, and their job each day is to just be in nature and look around and report. Fires. Wow. But they live in isolation the entire time. Wow. So that's what this like little mini doc was about. And it's super, super interesting. So I went down like a rabbit hole with a couple of these different types of individuals. And there's mm-hmm. one that reminded me, uh, it felt very Buffett to me. Okay. He calls himself, he's, he's like the protector of an island. Whoa. So this island was purchased, I think it was by, uh, um, by England or something like that. And his job, it's like a national park, or maybe not a national park, but it's, it's uh, like kind of protected by the country. And his job is to just oversee everything and just live there and make sure it remains like untouched and safe. And he's lived there for like 40 years by himself. No way. And it's just the craziest thing. That's so crazy. Did he seem like he was pretty like um, level-headed? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was. He's probably in like his seventies, I would imagine, just like an old guy. But like, he says, like his calling was to protect this island. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was amazing. Heads up. Cheers to him. Yeah. So I've been learning a lot about that recently. I, that's very fascinating. I mean, it is crazy. There, there's a whole. I, I took an entire college ethics course about. My teacher's main thing he went on over and over and over again was that no man is man is an island. Man cannot live alone. Uh huh. Because um, uh, it's just impossible. We're social creatures. We're destined to like be around other people. Yeah. And his his always his reference was um, the song "I Am a Rock." Okay. Simon and Garfunkel. Yes. And he would always break out in the middle of it. He'd be like, and that song, I'm a rock. I got my books and my poetry. <laughs> it's like, that man is not living alone. He's saying uh-huh. he's an island, but he's broken up over some dude. So he's saying, or he's broken up over some girl. Sorry, he's some dude. <laughs> uh, hey, cheers to him, you know. Maybe he could have been dude. Could have been, Maybe yeah. it's a dude out there. Um, uh, he's broken up over some girl, and he's uh, and he's he's trying to be an island, but he can't be an island. He's a southern dude. <laughs> it was dude. like his whole thing. That was his whole thing. Wow. But it's true. I think it's, it, that's, you're saying that these people are challenging that idea. Yeah. And I think that's fascinating. It was very cool. And yeah, like yeah. like they're they don't get a ton of resources. Like in the, the specifically the guy that lived on top of this mountain in Montana, 
he's six days on, one day off. Wow. But it's still like he's living up on top of this mountain, so like he can't really hike down necessarily and get food super easily. Right. So like you'll get food for like a week and then maybe you go into town and grab something real quick and then go back. Wow. But you only have like one day to do that and I don't think he had a car necessarily. Yeah. I think he was just hiking, but he had to go get his own water and build his own fires and it's crazy. And also these like three hundred square foot shacks, they're are only a handful of them in the country. A lot of them actually like burn down during fire season. Really? And this one specifically was like 100 years old. It was like the second or third oldest one in the country. And you get to live there and be a part of that history. And it's just amazing. And they showed like these sweeping uh, landscape pictures. Like when the sun goes down, like the stars are just incredible. Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah. Yeah. It just looked really, really cool. That's pretty crazy. I've always been interested in people that do things alone yeah so like uh uh cheryl strayed for example oh yeah i just watched that on an airplane recently wild (laughs) yeah isn't it good it was incredible yeah it was so good yeah it's like the to have the mindset to tackle something huge like that yeah uh is just a totally different thing yeah 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 i i was thinking the other day in my mind i was you know what maybe i'll try to do the the appalachian trail Mm -hmm. by by 30 I'm 28. I, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> Maybe when I'm 30, I'll do it. But I sure. have to start prepping now. It's like yeah, a it's a whole six thing. month trip. Yeah, and that was the crazy thing about Cheryl Strait is she didn't do like any prep. She no. just one day said, "Okay, I'm gonna buy this stuff and I'm just gonna go." It's insane. It's and she nuts. Did it. She did it. She threw those boots into the woods. Yeah, she was barefoot for a little bit. Yeah, really scary. Very scary. Really, really scary. Yeah, I know. Would you ever do that? Maybe I like. I mean, in some alternate reality where i didn't have a lot of responsibilities maybe like early 20s probably yeah yeah you know but like now i think you know priorities have certainly shifted of course of course so it's not like i i think i would feel more anxious about what i was missing mm-hmm. than the idea of actually doing it yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah, would you sense. you said appalachian travel like, i would do that i think i would have too much desire to be seen doing it maybe start like a vlog like a vlog or like um, uh, a lot of selfies like yes fourth year of being alone <laughs> i love being alone hashtag alone life whatever it is Ugh, only saw a bear today comment if you like bears like i think i would be way too like be really into I, it i do think i have a bit of a desire to be seen sure so it's hard it, it, that's something that i have to reckon with yeah 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 it's so interesting man it is interesting yeah uh, it's like people that yeah. go on uh on like boating like expeditions you yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. sail from point A to point B. All I would yourself. do that. I don't think I would. I would I'm, absolutely listen, do that. I'm, we've talked about before. I'm terrified of the ocean. Yes, you terrified are. Terrified of the ocean. Yeah. And like I, the idea of being shipwrecked. Oh yeah. So scary. The idea of like my boat going down in a storm and just like floating out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. I would hyperventilate and die. Mm-hmm. I understand. Like, like I would be so scared. Would that not terrify you? No, I would do it. You would do it. There's sometimes where things happen and they're scary and I'm like, let's do it. I don't have a sense of fear of that kind of stuff. Okay. Like I've been through things where I'm like, you know what? We'll just go. Let's yeah. do it. This is going to happen. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Would you do it with? Like a sailboat, or what did you do with like a motorized boat? Oh, a, a motorized boat. Motorized boat. <laughs> a really fast motorized <laughs> yes. boat. Just zip through the ocean. Well, you got that done uh, in three hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I would, it would have to be some sort of yacht or something. Uh huh. I don't yeah, yeah. think I could do it on a sailboat. I would love to. I would love to train to do it on a sailboat mm-hmm. and take the time. I don't know how to 
do a sailboat. Sure. So that would be the main problem. Yeah. I also don't know how to drive a regular boat. <laughs> I did the Big Bear boat. I drove that for about 15 minutes. Oh, there you go. On yeah. Big Bear Lake. Uh-huh. So other than that. Was it one of those ones where you have to drive from the back? No. Oh, you drove just okay. a little motor on the front. Got it. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't go on a motorboat with a back motor. I, I did that. Back. I did that this summer. Really? Yeah, it was no, great. But, but across the ocean. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> on a motorboat? Wow. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Uh, but I would, yeah, there's certain things. I could definitely also see myself like moving to like a little log cabin area and living Ooh, up in the woods. Yes. That would be a dream of mine. Yes. We're uh, living in the middle of downsizing right now because we're moving yes. to a smaller place. Yes. And that's been a big, it's, it's, it's been a big challenge mm-hmm. is figuring out like what we need to take versus what we want to take. Yeah, yeah. You know, like there are some things that we have sentimental value to, mm. but does it give us any value now? Like would taking yeah. a picture of this thing and remembering it be mean just as much to us as actually having the yes, thing. Yes, and it probably would. Yeah, just exactly. Hold on to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's been uh, a big, big thing that we've been grappling with is like, what do we need versus what do we want? It's a little Marie Kondo in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tidying up. Yes. There you go. Big Marie Kondo fans. I definitely throw things away emotionlessly, and then I'm like, oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> I liked. That. I should have had that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't miss it for long usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have like a six month rule. Yes. It's been six months and I haven't used it, haven't thought about it, then it's probably okay to get rid of it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then like trying to keep your sentimental and nostalgic things to like one box or one basket or something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do have about three to four uh, sentimental boxes right now. Yeah. I need to get through my sentimental boxes. Yes. I found a letter uh, from uh, like my first girlfriend. Uh-huh. I broke up with her kind of heartlessly when I was like 16 years sure. old. Sure, yeah. Uh, I didn't know what to do. Yep. Uh, the entire breakup, I was just being like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I just said that over and over. I don't <laughs> know, I don't know. I backed think, up. Um, um, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> it was on the phone. <laughs> backed up from the phone. I was backed up from the phone. <laughs> yeah, slowly. I said, the phone down and I backed up. I don't know, I don't know. Um, she wrote me like a really brutal breakup letter. It was like four pages Ooh, and long. You kept it. And I kept it and I read it and I was like, uh oh. Wow. Some of these habits are still in my life. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it was almost like a lesson to you as a kid. Yeah. To be yeah. like, what, do you think it was a lesson like, don't do this again? Or were you just keeping it for just pure masochism? <laughs> it probably was pure masochism. <laughs> But also it was, I think there's part of it that I was like, wow, this is one of the most caring things that's ever been given to me because it's so in depth and so focused. And I was like, I I wasn't going to throw it away. I had a teacher once who said, uh, because I I remember I applied to a college I really wanted to go to and did not get accepted. And I was really, really bummed out and just like broken about it. And he told me, uh, frame your failures. So like he like rejection letters and stuff like that, he would actually frame them. Oh wow. And like use them as motivation. Wow. I can't do that. No, I can't do that. No. No. So like I, the idea of you framing that breakup letter. Well, I need be- I need so many different frames. <laughs> it's so long. Oh, no. <laughs> it would cover a whole wall. Oh no. <laughs> and it was handwritten? No, it was typed. It was typed, okay. So it's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Um uh it uh, that's that crazy to think about. I do keep a lot of things that show me that I have failed. Mm-hmm. I make sure to hold on to them. There's a couple emails that I have deleted that have been like, oh, this is too much. Sure. I, I can't I can't face this. Yeah. But I think it's important to remember your feelings. I write fastidiously about things that I feel like I need to talk about this. I need to know. I need to, like, place this feeling yeah. so that, you know, I 
I don't forget I had these feelings. Right. It's, that's right. important to me that I never forget I felt certain ways. Sure. So. Fascinating. Very fascinating. Man, we got into a tangent. We got into a tangent. Speaking of the bottom, you know. Long and short of it, I'm just thinking about people that live alone, and I'm fine. Yeah, and you're fine. I'm fine. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Living life, you know? And you know what? If you live alone, and we're the only podcast you listen to... Turn us off. <laughs> yes, turn us off because this episode in particular is not going to be. It's. I wouldn't say it's mean spirited. No, it's not mean spirited. It's definitely not. I don't know. So we're we're talking about our Buffett bottom ten today. Yes, we're talking about that. We've done a lot of top tens. We do the top ten of the seventies, yes. the eighties, and the nineties, and the concerts, and yes. the two thousands, the two thousand tens. We've done all kinds of top tens. Yes, uh, but. Uh, we have never done a bottom 10. No. So these are the Buffett songs that uh, we don't love as much. Yes, exactly. Yes. Correct. We, yes. We, we, um, you know, we'll have to do a middle 10. <laughs> God, the most difficult episode to do, probably a middle 10. <laughs> Which 10 specific songs right. fit in the middle of it the... It ends with like, yeah, it would be like uh, number 11 on this list uh-huh. to number 11 on our top 10. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like all the songs in the middle. Oh, man. It's tough. It's tough to think about. But yeah, we're just saying, you know, he's had a lot of hits. He's had, you know, almost 30 years of music that he's been putting out. Yeah. Over 40, 40 years of music. It's a lot. Um, it's been many, many years of music. Uh, and we need to start discussing it. Yes. And we need to discuss all of it. And we need to, and, and, and we just wanted to point out some that we think are not as great. Yes, and I I have, uh, uh, there's something that I would like both of us to do with each of our picks for this episode. Okay. We each have to say one nice thing about the song. I love it. Yeah. We have to compliment the song in some way. We have way. to compliment the song in some way. Huge. Yes. I think that's really wonderful. Um. So with that being said, should we dive into our Buffett Bottom 10? Let's dive in. Are we going right into it right let's, now? Let's just go right into it. Wow. Let's do it. Okay. I'm, All right. I'm ready. Are you ready? All right. Let's go. Where do you, okay. Welcome to the Buffett Bottom 10. Yes. Here we freaking go. Yes. All right. Uh, let's start with you. Okay. So number 10. Uh, this song uh, made it onto my uh, bottom 10 uh, as number 10 uh, because, well, uh, it just, uh, you know, <laughs> I just don't know if there's a lot of current relevance for it. And it, it, it poses some uh, problematicism for me. Sure. That's a word that I'm going to make sure. up. Sure. Yep. I get uh, it. From the 1996 song, uh, 1996 album, Banana Wind. Uh, my number 10 on the bottom 10 is Cultural Infidel. Cultural <laughs> Infidel. Let's give it a listen. <laughs> Classic Buffett sound. Classic Buffett sound. I'm a cultural infidel <laughs> painting in the dark. I'm a cultural infidel, infidel singing in the park. Socrates, hypotheses, the music of Mozart. I'm a cultural infidel coming from the heart. All right. Okay. Okay. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's my number 10. It's not bad. It's, it's in the same vein as I would say Volcano. It's in the same vein of Volcano. Yes. I think it's uh, maybe a little too specific, I would say. Uh-huh. And it's a little, uh, it's just like, what are we talking about? Yes. It's, it's another one of his songs where he's talking about himself again. Yes. But he's talking about himself in a little bit more of an esoteric way here. Yes. And he also compares himself to Mozart. And it's like, well, let's not go crazy here. <laughs> 
So what is your nice thing? My nice thing is that it's a blast. It's it is so a fun. very fun, I mean, bouncy song. I, we, you know, I'm dancing to it. Oh, yeah. We were both swaying we back and bopping. forth. We were bipping and bopping. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun song. Yes, it is. It's enjoyable, and I would say I would still play it, and it, I, it makes me smile. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm into it. It is a giddy kind of song. It's giddy. Yeah. But also, let's not talk about ourselves as infidels. That's just the yeah, other thing. Right. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So that's what I'm going to say. And that's my uh, number that's your 10. your number 10. What's your number 10? My number 10, uh, this is from his most recent studio album, Okay. Songs from St. Somewhere. Okay. We were kind of kind to Songs from St. Somewhere. It's not a bad album by no. any stretch of the imagination. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's one song on it that I, I just can't get behind. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a very uh, 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 prevalent song for the times that we live in now. Okay. This is uh, I'm No Russian. <laughs> Number 10. Number 10. I'm no Russian. I'm no Russian. Okay. I'm no Russian. Not even Prussian <laughs> Dorman at the Yacht Club was my one claim to fame Some say I'm noivy, hell I'm from Joyce <laughs> This decent money can do things to your brain How does a short boy like me I'm no Russian. I'm no Russian. I'm no Russian. Not even Prussian. Not even Prussian. Wow. It's it's uh it's a it's a classic story song. It's a classic story song, also about him. Also about him. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, w- what is your compliment, Ryan? My comp. I've got I've got two. Okay. One being that he rhymes Russian with Prussian. <laughs> Very fun. You like that. The other is that <laughs> he introduces so many instruments in the first thirty seconds. It's bananas. It's fun. It's <laughs> there's great. piano. There's a saxophone. There's like two different types of guitar. <laughs> <laughs> He's really just throwing it all in there. I mean, these songs are a blast. They're it's a They're true great. blast. And I, you know, I also like that he rhymes Noivy with Joyzy. <laughs> Let's throw. He's he's using an accent. Uh huh. We're having fun. We're having fun here. It's a blast. Oh, it's great. <laughs> That's very fun. Like he he wrote that song like you would write a screenplay. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, interior. Uh, <laughs> Interior Yacht Club, Yacht Club Night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, I'm no Russian. Very prevalent for the times. Oh, yeah. What's going on with our dear uh, president? Who knows? Who oh, knows? Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Patrick, your number nine. My number nine. This one, uh, we also talked about this before we started. Yeah. Um, uh, we are doing songs that we could always pick the obscure ones, right? Yep. We could always get those. But uh, we wanted to actually be a little more into it you yes know, we, we wanted to go we didn't want to do this as a puff piece we, we didn't want to pick just b-sides we're going to talk about some maybe some controversial opinions i think there's one i have that's going to make you mad i think really it's yes. going to make me mad i think so i i 
I wonder about mine. We'll see. <laughs> um, but this one uh, is also, it's a little controversial, I would say. Yeah. We've got a famous cameo in here. Yes. Um, uh, uh, it is also uh, very prevalent to our times currently, yes. time of the month. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's just get into it. My number nine is Desperation Samba Halloween in Tijuana. Let's give it a listen. Oh. <laughs> Harrison. I'm going to. Oh, there it is again. Here we go. Halloween in Tijuana, full moon in my eye. I wonder how in the hell I got here without a disguise. Should I take this last step? Turn myself around Follow my intuition Into that border town Yo quiero A bailar en Mexico We do the desperation samba Con los amigos Yo quiero A bailar en Mexico We do the desperation <laughs> oh, that's a fun one. It's a fun one. It, yeah. To me, I'm almost like maybe it shouldn't have been on this list. <laughs> but also, it is, it's strange to me. It's strange. It's strange. There's it's a strange so one. many things going on. Yeah. Um, it's Halloween in Tijuana. Yes. We're singing in Spanish. There's a whip there for no reason. Yeah. There's a lot going on, and I totally understand why you would love it. But for mm. me, I'm like, it's it, it doesn't evoke the emotions that I know he can evoke from me. Right. But what do I like about it? Yeah. I mean, what don't I like about it? The things I just said. I'm spiraling. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> here's what you know. I love the whip. The whip is great. The whip is fun. We know it's Harrison Ford doing it. Yes, which is just bonkers. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> um, uh, and I like that he's singing in Spanish. The beat is really good. I've heard this beat a few times from yeah. Jimmy. Uh, and it's about Halloween, and I love Halloween. Halloween's great. So there you go. Wonderful. Um, Desperation Samba. Good yeah. choice. Yeah, it's good. good. Choice. Um, so, uh, Ryan, what's your number nine? My number nine is a song that I will always skip. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song I will always skip, and I don't okay. know why. It's just not my favorite. Okay. Um, it's from Barometer Soup. Okay. This is Jimmy Dreams. Jimmy Dreams? <laughs> You're not a fan of Jimmy Dreams? I'm not a fan of Jimmy Dreams. Oh my God, Ryan. I know. This feels like, I feel like a little exposed. I feel naked on this a, episode. A little bit, this yeah. This makes me nervous this that we're putting really, this out there. We're really, yeah, yeah. But we're allowed to dislike everyone. Exactly. And you're allowed to dislike. Tell us your least favorites. Yes. <laughs> we can have the discussions. Yes, hashtag my least favorite Jimmy Buffett song is. Yes, thank yes. you. Yes. yes. Okay, so let's hear it. Jimmy Dreams. Jimmy Dreams, let's give it well, a listen. you're going after Jimmy as a person today. But don't say that. <laughs> it's such a sweet Jimmy song. Dreams. Yes, it is. He's a child to the end. What a joy when you are your best friend. The world's such a toy. If you'll just stay a boy, you can spin it again and again. Jimmy Fly, 
With no use for disguise Just escapes Using mirrors and capes And the words do the trick There is no bigger kick Than just rhyming again and again Okay. Okay. It's a, it's a sweet... It's a sweet song. Yeah. It's a very sweet song. It's very, very melodic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... I, I, I don't know who he's talking to in that song. <laughs> yes. I don't know if he's talking to himself, like, as yes. a kid. Right, all right. Um, I don't know if there's another Jimmy that he's talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems odd to write a lullaby to yourself as a kid. Yes. <laughs> Which I think is what it is. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Maybe I, I can see Jimmy wanting to be like, I want to talk to my younger self about his dreams. Yes. The, what it can happen to him. Because Jimmy certainly can't believe what happened to him. Sure, of course. Of course. But a lullaby is odd. <laughs> A lullaby is strange. I would say there's a lot of modes for Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Lullabies don't always, he has a couple. They don't always fit into what we see Jimmy Buffett as. Yes. My nice thing. Yes. My nice thing. Let's hear it. Um, I could see me turning the song on for my kid to fall asleep. It's like the, the structure of it. Very sweet. Very soothing. It puts me in an, at an instant ease. Mm hmm. And maybe that's why I always skip it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to be at ease. I don't want never. <laughs> never. Because you're a tension filled. I don't mess. know if I don't know if you can tell this, but I've been slowly just jabbing a pencil into my hand the entire episode. I was gonna say, yeah. Because yeah. then a couple of times you missed your hand and you hit my hand. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. As you know, we sit next to each other and hold yeah. hands for most <laughs> of this episode. Yes, most of the yeah. <laughs> so, so that's my nice thing. Jimmy yes. Dreams on my bottom ten. Great. I love that. How about you jump to number eight for us? I will jump to number eight. Let's hear it. This is a song from... <laughs> this is Off to See the Lizard. Okay. And this might be the only song in my bottom ten that I can't remember why I put it here. I can't even place the song in my head right now. Okay. Uh, so we're going to go on this adventure together. Okay. This is my number eight. This is Mermaid in the Night. Oh, I... <laughs> This one. You do? Yeah, I like Mermaid okay. in the Night. Okay. Here Ryan. we go. Let's give it a listen. Okay. Oh, Ryan. yes. I, I remember this one. <laughs> this is this very similar beat that's on a lot of these a lot of these bottom 10 songs. Yes. It's this kind of electric piano vibe. <laughs> I went out fishing on a sandy beach. Cast my line out as far as it would reach. Looking for something for the frying pan I kick back with a beer in my hand I must have got a big one cause it's bending my hole I'm having a fight just to keep control It could be a whale, God only knows Whatever it is, it's not wearing any clothes I, 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 I will say, this might be unfairly placed. <laughs> so silly. Now that I listen to it again. So if you are following along the lyrics, which rewind 30 seconds, you should absolutely listen to the lyrics. Yes, yes. He's, it's, a, it's a great story about Jimmy catching a mermaid <laughs> when he goes fishing. 
just a legit mermaid. It's okay. That is very fun. I was going to say, I don't think I've had as much fun on this (laughs) podcast listening to the songs that we're we've listened to before. These are the best. This is oh man. Are these my new top (laughs) ten? I don't know what's happening. Uh, okay, my my okay. my nice thing. Let's say nice one thing. probably rough about does not deserve to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, two really really fun story. It's so funny. <laughs> but you're right. The beat the beat might have been the thing that stuck with me. There's this piano drums beat it's that he does like, a lot of the times where it sounds like it sounds like an uh, a B side of a lounge singer. Loud, yes. Like a and not like a Bob Roberts Society band, like fun Sinatra lounge singer. It's like a Holiday Inn Express lounge singer. Yes. It's yeah. very much like <laughs> like you're in Ohio but there's a tiki themed bar in a right. hotel. Right. Yes. Right, right, right. It's yes. like yeah, Ramada Inns like uh-huh. Trader Leonard's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and it's probably like March or something, and maybe yeah. a little bit of snows outside. But the singer in there is wearing shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so there's yeah, this yeah. disconnect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this beat reminds me of, and probably why I instantly just threw it on here because yeah. I'm not, I'm not into it that much. But in it. the context of this song, very fun. Yes. Yes. Very fun. Yes. Uh, Patrick, <sighs> your. Number eight. Number eight. This one might be a little controversial, too, because I remember liking it. But the more I listen to it, I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> um, it, also from Off to See the Lizard. Uh, I think Off to See the Lizard uh, honestly doesn't make as much appearances as you'd expect on my top ten, mm-hmm, bottom ten. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but this one is Strange Bird. This one is also my number seven. It's your number seven, too? This is my next wow. one. Yeah. So your number eight, my number seven. Wow, that's so funny. Yes. So Strange Bird. Strange Bird. Let's give it a listen. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, need we say more? <laughs> Starting with the harpsichord version of uh-huh. the, the harpsichord option on a keyboard. <laughs> harpsichord into harmonica. Harmonica, yes. Seven. Yes. Yes. So my problem with it is that I think we, we talked about this, that it is it's a, referring to an airplane. <laughs> yeah. And there's a part where he goes, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's a strange bird. Yes. And that phrase for specifically, I understand he's referencing Superman, but let's break that down. It's a bird, it's a plane. It's, it's a, a pl- it's a strange, strange bird, bird, which we're which is an airplane that we're calling a bird. Yes. So what does that phrase mean? <laughs> it's a bird. It's a plane. It's, it's a strange. A, it's, a, it's an yeah. airplane. It's, it's a, a bird. It's a plane. It's a plane we're saying is a bird. <laughs> that's what that phrase is, and that's crazy to me. Um, <laughs> also, the harpsichord does not tell us what the rest of the song is going to be. No. Nope. We never return back to it. Nope. 
Um, it's so insane. But what I will say about it is that it's a whole lot of fun. It is a whole lot of fun. Also, it is unapologetically 80s. Yes. Even though this album is, I believe... 89. Oh, it's 89. Yeah, okay, yeah. so tail end of the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that that's my probably that that's my nice thing. It's unapologetically eighties. It's so unapologetically eighties. Yeah, uh, most of his eighties stuff is like he really really took the music of the decade to heart. He leaned into the eighties. Yeah, just as much as he leaned into the seventies. He was like a he was a seventies singer songwriter, and then he was an eighties pop star. Yes, <laughs> but the thing with that is, I think the the seventies style of songwriting and music has been for the for for the most part kind of timeless yes the 80s you can tell we know man. it we, we know, know it's the we 80s. know what it is it's a bird it's a plane it's a strange, strange bird, bird. <laughs> um so so that's your number seven yes so why don't we go to your number so seven my number seven is from riddles in the sand another mm. 80s album um and i'll just get right to it it's bigger than the both of us i can't place the song in my head yeah 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 i think yeah. that's probably the reason why okay <laughs> it's on my bottom 10 but let's give it a listen let's give it a listen so oh 80s. So 80s. <laughs> the moon's smiling over my shoulder. I know these same stars will shine when I'm older. So I'm keeping heaven on my mind. You're so hard to find And it's bigger than the both of us <laughs> Deeper than the sea Tossing on the water Riding destiny Bigger than the both of us Farther than He really hit the note. That was like a sweet, sweet, sweet note. He's the vocals are great. Vocals and that's are something great. I'll say about this song. Yeah. Uh we're dancing infinity. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. There's just a couple I mean, to me, this doesn't sound like a Jimmy Buffett song in any way. No. It's not even a surprising Jimmy. It's not even like a different it's just like, oh, this is like this could have been in dirty dancing. You know yes, what I mean? Absolutely. So I'm a little like, well, I don't, there's not a place for me for this. So yeah. that's, I think, why this ended up here. Got but it. it's also, if I was like listening to 80s songs, we could sneak this into an 80s playlist mm -hmm. and no one would know this was Jimmy Buffett. No, absolutely not. So that's not. exciting. Yeah. Like I could put this on at an 80s party and nobody would know. Yes. This could come on after Howard Jones's Things Can Only Get Better <laughs> and no one would know. No. Um, uh, it's so great. That's a really good so, pick. I like it. I really like it. It's nice to listen to it. But I would say it's got to be in my bottom 10. Got it. Number six for you, Ryan. What do you think? Number six. Okay, so listen. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, okay, These okay. next two songs are the most controversial of the bunch for me. Okay, I'm putting on my gloves, my you, boxing gloves. You put on your gloves. I'm going to punch you in your face. It's not going to be this song that you get the most mad at. It's going to okay. be the next one. So uh, okay. this is just okay. an ease into that one. Okay, you're priming um, me. I don't like this song because I personally do not like spoken word tracks okay yes i don't, <laughs> don't like no, i'm not a 
fan. Okay. I don't like spoken word tracks. Okay. On albums. Okay, I'm already annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Living and Dying in Three Quarter Time. Okay. This is God's Own Drunk. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. We will listen and then we will discuss. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cracking my knuckles over here. <laughs> well, like I explained to y'all before, I ain't no drinking man. I tried it once and it got me highly irregular and I swore I'd never do it again. Funny. But I promised my brother-in-law that I'd go up and watch his still while he went into town to boat. He's right up on the mountain where the map said it would be. Friends, let me tell you one thing though, it wasn't no ordinary still. It stood up on that mountainside like, like a huge golden oak. God, jeller moon was a shining on the cool, clear evening. God's little lanterns is a twinkling on and off in the heavens. Like I explained to you once before, I ain't no drinking man, but the temptation got the best of me, and I took a slash. Whoa. That yellow whiskey running down my throat like honeydew vine water, and I took another slash. All right. You're shaking your head. You're shaking no, it's your fine. head. It's fine. It's you're, fine. You're allowed to dislike whatever you just. <laughs> okay, so you're fine. Hear me out. Okay. God's own drunk. Yeah. In the context of an album, I am not a fan. It takes me out of the album. Okay. It takes me out of the album, and I don't like that. Like, if 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 I was listening to this like at the gym or driving or whatever, it would snap me out of it and okay. like i get why it's here i understand why people like it mm-hmm. it's not for me also i don't do well with songs that are six minutes long okay six and a half minutes long interesting that being said i will say that it's a very very fun choice yes like i, I think i would like this more as just like a one-off single yeah you okay. know, I think I would like this more as a one-off single. Also, I love the story behind it, like the legality yes. of it. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, the lawyer and the asshole and all that Yes, stuff. I love that. I think that's very fun. Understood. Yes. I'm still pissed. Your rebuttal. I'm, my rebuttal is that it's it's a it's a classic joke monologue. Sure. Okay? Yeah. That he put music under, yes. and he made it his own thing. Yes. It's quintessential Jimmy Buffett, and mm-hmm. it's also elevated it's also like a cool piece of art that he's repurposing for his audience he's bringing it to other people in a way that you wouldn't understand (laughs) (laughs) i would just say that i think there it's it's a it's a part of buffett canon that's important that lays the groundwork for him (laughs) translating other things the what can't he cover ability of Jimmy well, Buffett. That, that's an interesting point. That's an interesting. This is one of I the. I think it's a historical footnote. This is one of the earliest references we have to him covering songs, covering anything really. Yes. This is a very early cover for him. Yes. And we know him now as like 
50% cover artist, 50% original artist. Correct. Right? So that's an interesting point that it does lay the groundwork. Um, it's just, it's it's such an interesting choice mm-hmm. for this album in general, but just for Jimmy as a whole, I think. Uh, yeah. I would not say- that's a good or bad thing. No, 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 no. Um, uh, it's not as a good or bad thing. It's it is an interesting choice, yes. and that's all we'll say, I guess. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, and we're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> okay, I think you're wrong. I hey, think where, it's where'd you get that rock? Oh, I've always had this rock. Just carrying on the rock with this you. Is, I wrote Ryan's rock on this you on did. October 15, 2016. <laughs> One of these days, I was. I'm not gonna throw it just yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to hold on to Maybe the next song you will. Yeah, The next song you definitely will. I'm going to keep it down. We'll see. Okay, great. We'll see. So that was my number six. Six. Wow. All right. Number five. You're number five. We're rolling right along. Yes, we are. This is one of my surprisingly kind of up there favorite albums, Flora Days. Yes. Um, This one, um, actually, I've seen on a lot of people's um, bottom lists. Yes, this is a big, yeah, yeah. This is a well-known a not loved song. So yes. I'm safe in saying this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's smacked up in the middle of my bottom. Yep. Um, uh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this song is smacked up in the middle of my bottom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was just very funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, you You know it. You don't love it. Uh, it's Criola. It's Criola. Let's listen to Criola. Oh yeah, I like this version uh, much better on um, "I Wish Lunch Could Last Forever" <laughs> and "Turn Up the Heat and Chill the Rosé." Criola. So what time period are we in? Who knows? <laughs> Makes me eighteen hundreds. Fall in love, romance in the mess. About eighteen hundreds British colonialism. <laughs> And smiles float around my grandma's Sunday table. While Auntie May was saying grace, Papa T would sneak a taste, catch a funny look from my cousin Mabel. Then Daddy'd beat the drum, the old folks start to hum, sing the only song that we all knew. I'm beyond so fine. And drinking wine, sing about the lifestyle on the bayou. Criola. <laughs> I was hypnotized by it. Yes, it is very hypnotizing, and I really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I don't like it also. Yes. I, I think it's, it is something that you can easily fall into. But it's, it's one of those things like, where can I put this? Sure. When it's I'm, a seven minute song. <laughs> so you already hate it. Because <laughs> you got things to do. I have things to do. I'm a busy boy. Wow. You're a busy okay, boy. I'm a busy boy. I'm a busy boy. Um, I also just realized uh, there's 11 songs on my list. <laughs> Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10. Oh, never mind. There's 10. Okay, great. Wait. 1, 2, 3, <laughs> 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yeah, there's 10. Okay, great. I got nervous. I was like, I'm going to have to cut one from my <laughs> top five. Uh, anyways, regardless, uh, yeah, I, some things I'll say about it. Entrancing. Intoxicating oh, even. Hypnotizing. Very fun to listen to. Oh, yeah. I would also say, yeah, a little bit of, okay, what's going on here? Right. And right, we right. don't we don't know what's happening in this song, and we'll probably never know. Yes. And one of you will tell me what it is, and I'll say, sure. Yes. So go ahead. Tweet yes. it at me. Parrotheadpod on Twitter. Parrotheadpodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> Let me know. Uh, but yeah, that's what I think. I can't wait for the hate mail that we're going to get for this episode. I wonder what we're going to get. And I would I would, I would, would say it's it's welcomed. And we'll say of we agree. Of course. We're, we're not trying to uh, make any waves here. No pun intended. No pun intended. No pun intended. But these, some of these are controversial picks. Some of these are controversial, and I think they're going to get more controversial. Yes, they are. Uh, which segues which nicely to your number five, which uh, let me just warm my rock up. <laughs> I just want it to be hot <laughs> for when I throw it. Um, this song you love. Oh my god, I'm so mad already. <laughs> this song, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, was on a top ten for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. This song. <laughs> Just tell me. Um, it just doesn't. It doesn't do it for me. Okay. And I don't know why. There are two songs. Okay. Two songs that I can think of that don't do it for me for a specific reason, and okay. I haven't been able to pinpoint that. One of those songs is on this playlist. Okay. One of those songs I'm going to play right now. Okay. It is "I Wish Lunch Could Last Forever." No. <laughs> yes. What are you talking about? I don't like it that much. Oh my god. You've let me play it so I many times on so this. So many times. <laughs> Why did you tell me this? Because Ryan. Because you love it. I just mentioned it. I, I know just you mentioned did. it with I you better soon. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear it. All right. Because I like it and I'd like to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, so let's make you happy and let's make me just mildly okay. Sounds great. Okay. The place down the block. The one with no clock. Covert rendezvous with you at the usual time. I savor the chorus it's right now <laughs> i wish lunch could last forever come on oh. <laughs> make a whole day one big afternoon come on the room is all white the giant clock jimmy's wearing a white blazer <laughs> with dessert, a little coconut tart tastes as 
Paris. Paris. A Paris connection. Come on. <laughs> All right, so that is I wish lunch could last forever. Oh my god. Um it's it's the same thing as like like the the most things off off to see the lizard. Yeah, it's yeah. lounge singery. It's a little schmaltzy. Mhm. And it doesn't connect like just the I I think if these lyrics were in a tighter, more condensed kind of song okay. with like a more just a better structure. Okay. I think I would like it. I have a question for you. Okay. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) 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 I think it's perfect and I think you're an idiot. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny! So I understand all of that. I do. Sure, I do. I think, uh, from a story standpoint, mm-hmm. I think it's very funny. <laughs> yes, it's very funny. It's very Great, funny. one of the best stories for it's, me. It's it's very funny. It's it's a dastardly song. Yes, is I, I would say it's in the Marvin Gardens ish camp it's of close songs. Yeah, yeah 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 if marvin gardens hadn't died before this yes <laughs> yeah yeah he would have written this one yes spirit absolutely. of marvin absolutely um that being said i think in the context of off to see the lizard yeah fits perfectly oh yeah fits perfectly oh, it's so good and we're gonna we're getting up to that story yes we Is are that the next one we're reading it might be yeah it might be yeah so stay tuned to buffett book club because this song the story that it's based on is coming up very soon it's coming up yeah it's coming it's up exciting. so that was my, I was honestly, I was toying with taking this off because I didn't know what your reaction would be. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. I think you uh, have had some problems and I, and I do think that if you maybe should start looking into isolating yourself. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Cause these ideas are dangerous. I did just buy a cabin on top of a mountain. Great. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I bet you're going to go just sit there and watch the Joker movie all day. Oh God. Fucking psychopath! <laughs> I saw it once and I don't need to see it again. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We didn't even discuss that. <laughs> no, yeah, we'll talk off mic about good that. Good acting. Good acting. Great acting. Great acting. End of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right, let's move on. Because <sighs> I'm about to start screaming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I, I have some stuff that might not be too. Um... This next song for you. This is. I actually like this song. So my number five. Mm-hmm. I uh, like this song. This is a good one. This was even in the musical. Yes. People love this song. Yes. Uh, I find no purpose for it. <laughs> uh, from Living and Dying in Three Quarter Time, it's Ragtop Day. Let's give it a listen. Let's give Rag it a listen. Top day. People are going to be pissed at this. I think so. Yeah. This has a great hook. It's a good hook. It's a really good hook. This is a good, the guitar and the drum. This it's rag top day. It's rag top day. Classy little white and red turns everybody's head. My baby meets me at the five and nine. She's always right on time. We roll all our 
Now, this is, this is a fun song. This is a good one. All our cares away. That's a really good little uh, bouncy thing in there. Yes, it is. Mm. And it's got it's got one of those Buffett choruses that you can shout. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a it's a. I would say it's a crowd pleaser. It's At a, a concert, pleaser. it's a crowd pleaser. I do agree. So like we saw it in the musical. Yeah. It did not fit in the musical. I think that's probably a lot of where it's coming from. And mm-hmm. I think seeing it in the musical was strange to me in this way where I was like, it was like, is this song getting more acclaimed than I thought it was? Uh-huh. And in my mind, I'm like, this is not one of the Buffett greats. Yes. This is not like, this is not a, the the crazy, incredible thing. Uh, this is... Uh, uh, just like another song for me. So I think I'm actually not going against the song. I think the song is fine and I think the song is good and I'd welcome it being played. I think I'm going against the hype of the song. I get that. I get that. And I think that's mostly the statement I am making with this one. I do agree. I do agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is your nice thing? My nice thing is that it's a, it's a really f- enjoyable song. Yeah. All our cares away. I mean, the whole thing, Ragtop Day is really fun. Yeah. I think Ragtop is a little like, what do we, I guess it's just like a, like a convertible, Car, yeah, 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 whatever. Melodically, it's a very fun, catchy song. It's so great, but I would call it like a B-side hit. Yes, it's know? a B-side hit. I yeah. would say that, and I also think not worth the hype. Yes, and if we if we're picking some B-sides, uh, I don't want to hear this one. I want to hear some of the better ones that I like. Sure, <laughs> that makes sense so, to me. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and then, so that's my thought. Great. Uh, okay, so now we're on number four, four right? Yes, okay, number four, four for you. Four okay. for me. This one is a song from an album that I actually really, really like. Okay. The album is One Particular Harbor, so there's a lot of 80s going on in this yeah, album. Yeah, I believe yeah. it's a, also a pretty long album. Wow. And I feel like the album could uh, be better served if it was pared down a little bit, mm-hmm. and I don't think this song necessarily needs to be included on it. Okay. This is Living It Up. Oh, interesting. A very 80s song. Very 80s. Very 80s, and I just don't think it's a necessary song. Oh, okay. So let's give it a listen. Okay. (laughs) You got it on this. (laughs) (laughs) This sim. I love this. Are you kidding me? This is like Land Down Under. Yes. Oh, yeah. Come from a Land Down Under. He took one last look, tossed out a dress, but his odyssey has begun. No time to see sight. Ran all the red lights. Burned all his bridges. Now it's love on the run. Living it up. It's taking off. Peter Gabriel. Yes, it is. I love this song. You do? Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. This is great. Living it up. I think, okay, so listen. I think if this song was redone with the classic Jimmy Buffett style of music making, it would be a stone cold classic. I think you throw in some steel drums. I think you take away the synth. I think you throw in some guitar. I would really like it. It it reminds me of yeah. I think if you if you uh, made it like you know when Colin Hay had that song Overkill and then yeah. he did that acoustic version and it's really good. Mm-hmm. And then I, he played it on Scrubs or something. Yeah. 
yeah. And I think yeah, for like a whole episode, he was in the episode. Yeah, it was crazy. Weird. Um, uh, I think it would be like that if he did his version of Overkill on this one. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> An acoustic version of that song would be really cool. I think. It would be cool. It would be super I cool. love the I love the uh synth version though. I mean <laughs> that is a blast. I wouldn't say it's Buffett, but I would sure. love to me it's like we're also showing these little deep cuts of like we always talk about the many facets of Buffett, but they're always the facets we like of his. Yes. And this is a good way of being like, these are other facets. Like clearly we have about ten songs where Jimmy is really into the synth. Yes. And he's really into this vibe and, and we're acting like this is a fluke and it's clearly not <laughs> no this is part of him yes and absolutely. We need to, that's a revelation i think absolutely we need to recognize it and reckon with it but what's your positive thing to say about my that? positive is i really admire just the the uh the the courage to really dive into the 80s Head on, yes. right at the start. I admire that <laughs> you, so. You do know that much. he was in the '80s. It wasn't like he's like, but I'm like, going to do the '80s thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, going to accept the '80s. He's like, I'm going to hit this new technology. I'm going to use this new sound, and I'm going to explore it and evolve with it. But it was so different from the albums that came before. The yeah. album previous to this was, I believe, Volcano. That's crazy. Which is nuts. Yeah, yeah. So he really like really changed up his sound for a yeah. lot of these songs on one particular harbor and right. I really respect that and like you got this song and then a couple of times later you and I think about that good times <laughs> yes. down in the Caribbean sunshine yeah 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 so I respect the hell out of that good on you Jimmy good on you Jimmy Thanks good on for, you Jimmy we respect you for it alright so my number four your number four so let's talk a little bit about the Christmas albums <laughs> coming up soon Coming, Coming up, soon, up right soon. around the corner, and we're gonna have. A sh- oh, what are we gonna do for Christmas? Oh, buddy, what else do we do for Christmas? <laughs> Matt Cordova, Matt Cordova, <laughs> our <laughs> resident Christmas expert, our holiday Christmas guy. Yes, he'll be coming um, back. He'll be, of course, he will. We haven't <laughs> yeah. discussed it with him, but he's obviously coming. Oh, of back. course, he is. Um, uh, so uh, there's a lot of Christmas songs to pick from, but some of them felt like a little bit of low hanging fruit for me. Mm, okay, I had all the one for Christmas is my two front teeth on here. <laughs> I decided. Uh, no, it, you know what? Also, what I decided was some of these are covers. Uh, mm-hmm. He's done covers of other things, like on the bottom ten. But I would say that uh, uh, we needed one that was uh, an original Christmas song. Sure. And can I say that this song makes me the most mad at you? Really? <laughs> I really like this. Song you a do? Lo- I like it a lot. Really? Yes. Well, I hope you enjoy. <laughs> How much it's a I hate taste it. Taste of my own medicine. It's number four on here. Yeah. Uh, it's not from any actual Christmas album. It's his uh, rogue offshoot one that he snuck into boats, beaches, bars, and ballads, which I sometimes refer to as boats, beaches, bars, and babes. Yep. Um, <laughs> incorrectly. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, probably because it's another B. <laughs> and he sings about babes. This song is Christmas in the Caribbean. Yes. Christmas in the Caribbean. And it's a dud. <laughs> Oh, here we go. No. Oh. 
It's a, it's just it's bouncy. It's fun. Yeah, it's but cute. what do we do with it? You what? play it during Christmas, you dummy. Where? <laughs> on a fucking Christmas album. <laughs> You put on a playlist, you pour yourself some eggnog or whatever the What's fuck you're doing. What's it come after? The Christmas song? Jingle sure, bells? Anything. That's the thing about Christmas. You can put it after anything. This song starts and everyone goes, oh. <laughs> and they all go to the bathroom at the same time and you're standing in your party alone. And you think they're pooping because they're taking so long, but they're just waiting for this song to end. That's what this song does to Christmas parties. <laughs> <laughs> You say, oh, all my guests must be pooping at once. That's how long they're gone. So you think if if you had a Christmas party and you threw this song on, that everybody would just go poop together? Yeah. <laughs> Remind me to never come to one of your Christmas You're parties. You're not invited. <laughs> this is going to end up in your stuffed animal. Welcome to the last episode of the Parrothead Podcast. <laughs> It's about time, is what our oh, listeners are saying. Oh man! Oh my god! Uh, but that's what I uh, what I will say about it is uh, I also so unspecific. He's just saying it's Christmas in the Caribbean. He's not telling us anything about what's going on down there. It's just the vibe, man. <laughs> All right, the dude. Very cool. That's just your opinion, man. Um, oh, oh my Christmas god. in the Caribbean. So. Christmas in the Caribbean. What I will say about it is uh, it is very easygoing. It's very easy breezy. Sure. But it doesn't feel like a Christmas party song to me. So that's why I wouldn't play it at a Christmas party. Fair I enough. I would do Ho 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 in a bottle of rum. Of course. That's of a course. classic. We know that one. Yes. Come on. Do you feel like if this song was on one of his Christmas albums that you would like it a little bit more? Yes. Okay. I Probably. It would probably blend right in. But isn't it a statement that it didn't make an album? <laughs> isn't it a statement that it's not on a Christmas album? Maybe, yeah. Why are you releasing a rogue Christmas song in a box set? I agree. Unless you know that it's not going to hit. I agree that does not make sense. Yes. I agree that does not make sense. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, Patrick, good. yes. 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 Okay. All right. Number L- three. Number three. Let's go. Let's go to let's you. Let's go to me. Okay. Well, we've already heard this one. Yes. But it it uh, gained uh, some momentum on mine, and it popped all the way onto number three. Really gained some momentum. Uh, from songs from Sing somewhere, we got "I'm No Russian." I'm no Russian. Come on, and I'm no Russian, and I'm not even Prussian, <laughs> and I and I. It's a little higher up there for me. Let's jump into the middle of it and see what's going on. Let's do it. Well, same thing. Yep. <laughs> then introduce me to her vampirish friend. I never seen such a girl. Was she from some future world? Vodka and kilos of caviar I told them how I commandeered The oligarch's car They were laughing, speaking Russian And getting over-served When Kira looked at me and said Could you take us round some herbs? A chick drone strike is a lethal attack 
attacked. Nope, you can't. Never see we gotta hear this. You can't fight back. They feel entitled to our access from clubs to army campus. If you don't believe it, ask those generals down in Tampa. KGB and Copper soon joined in the chase. Spectators lined the roads like a Grand Prix race. I dropped the girls at T-Bar to get them out of the commotion. Then I missed the curve at 20 and drove into the ocean. Never have I heard Jimmy so strained <laughs> to get through something. You can tell he doesn't want to finish it. No, that sounds like that was like a one take thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was pretty wild. Wow. Uh, I mean, that one is so crazy. It's nuts. And it has a helicopter sound effect in it. Yes. It's just, what do we do with it? But I, what, what I will say, a big swing, and you know I love a big swing. A huge swing. And I don't ever want Jimmy to listen to this episode or this podcast for the record. We would love you on the show. Just yeah, don't, don't listen, listen, to, listen it. to it. We'll send you a transcript. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I would love, I mean, I, I would never want him to think like, oh, I shouldn't go for those things. Uh-huh. I shouldn't shoot for those heights, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want him to try it out. Yes. But what are we talking about here? It's crazy. It's nuts. It's nuts. It's insane. Also, it was 2013 that this came out? Something like yeah. that? Yeah. Way before any of this crazy yeah, Russia yeah, yeah. stuff happened. For sure. Yes. A little prescient. Very much Very so. Very prescient. Okay, Very great. much so. Number three for you, what do we got? Number three for me, a very fun song. Okay. Maybe too fun. Whoa. Maybe too, too fun. fun. Maybe a little too out there. Too out there. Too out there. Like, why this song? Okay. Um, I'm nervous. This album, and I'm, I'm not a huge... Like, there are some songs on this album that I like. Okay. But in general, not a crazy big fan. I believe it came okay. out in 2001. Okay. Or 2000. Okay. 2001, probably. Okay. Uh, from Far Side of the World, this is What If the Hokey Pokey Is All It Really Is About. Oh, wow. Ryan. <laughs> oh, Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's give it a listen. Let's give it a listen. Ugh. I, I take a little bit of uh, uh, issue with this. <laughs> I like this one. <laughs> the universe is running away. I heard it on the news just the other day. There's this new stuff called dark energy. Sorry. We can't I fell off measure the table. I'm so pissed. We can't see. It's some elementary mystery train that we can't catch. But our heads are in the oven, and somebody's about to strike a match. I love this. <laughs> Meanwhile, back on this big round ball, things are getting serious as cholesterol. Permutations, calculations, greedy piggies at the trough. Arrogance and ignorance and just to top it off I can't keep up with the Nasdaq Who got sold and who got bought But I got to take my lunch break I'll leave you with a little food for thought Maybe it's all too simple It's a silly, silly I mean, song. It's that exact same kind of lounge singer underscoring. That's what that keeps coming up. Has been prevalent in all of these bottom tens for us. Yes. So it's just maybe a personal taste thing. Yeah. Maybe there's some person who loves these lounge singer tracks. 
And I think that person is Jimmy. And that person is Jimmy. <laughs> yes. This is a true side of him that we're highlighting today. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he is really from that era yeah. of singers. Yeah, yeah, he is. You he know? certainly is. And he definitely wants to be a little bit... He he. I think he grew up listening to that stuff, and then yeah, because he talks a lot about loving those, uh, you know, uh, older people. And like, I mean, he he lived a good portion of his life. Uh, it lives a good portion in Key West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Key West is filled with little divey bars that probably have small little stages and like you know two man schmaltzy kind of piano bands. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, this yeah. is probably. All over the place in Key West, and I'm sure there is a subsect of that culture that really, really loves this. Mm-hmm. I you think know? so. Yeah. I think so. But it's not us. It's it's not <laughs> us. It's certainly not me. <laughs> certainly not me. It seems like it's coming up a lot. Yes. Yes. Uh, what's your thing you want to say about it though? The nice thing. Nice thing that you put hokey pokey in a song. I mean, you any- put hokey pokey in a song. And, like, that's great. He waxed poetic about it. Yeah. He thought about it. What if that's all we got? Yes. What if the hokey pokey actually is what it's all about? It, it offers up a very big question, gives little in the way of answers. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a very open-ended song. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it doesn't quite do it for me, but it is very fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great. Um, Patty, your number Two. We're getting into it right now. Also, the same as my number two. Wait, really? Seriously. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Both so of our number twos. We can listen to it at the same time. Yep. Play it twice, and yes. we'll listen to it uh, at three seconds apart. <laughs> um, yeah. So this song. What can we say about this song? Um. It. Uh, it I don't think anyone would argue putting this up. Uh, no. It, I. Th- I think that. It is on mine because the artist, it's the only song on here that he's doing with somebody. It's a duo. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like the other artists. You don't like the other artists. I'm not a fan of the other artists. Yeah, yeah. To me, this feels like a half assed offshoot of one of Jimmy's most successful songs of all time. Yes. Um, And uh, it is uh, not very enjoyable and it also is one of the first times where i see jimmy and almost like i am not rooting for his character yes in the song i agree it's a little like this is seedy this feels do you think part of that has to do with the person he's attached potentially Uh and i don't love him either i listen to some of his stuff but Mm -hmm. it's yeah yeah let's let's just give it a listen from songs from saint somewhere featuring toby keith (laughs) It's too drunk for karaoke. Here it is. Too drunk to karaoke. Too drunk to karaoke. Let's give it a listen. Last night at the bar, it was karaoke night. Yeah, everybody down there was feeling all right. They got big margarita pitches two for one. Oh, this part is the best. Yum, yum. <laughs> they were feeling yum, yum. ready for <laughs> some fun. When I signed up, I was ready to go. But they didn't call my name for an hour or so. A 
shape to sing a John Bomb song. Too drunk to karaoke. Too drunk to karaoke. If you keep on drinking, you're gonna be too drunk to karaoke. Just like me, too drunk to karaoke. Okay. Okay. Here's here's where I think there's a disconnect for me. Okay. So this song came out in 2013, not a crazy long time ago. No. Um I think that in this current culture it doesn't do anything for me to have a song about being too drunk and it being kind of fun. Okay. You know? You're not into it. I, I'm not into it. And so, I think, to your point, that's why I'm not rooting for his character yeah, yeah, yeah. in this song. Well, here's my problem with the song. You're too drunk to karaoke, but you're singing about that. So it's like you're so you're not drunk enough to not sing an original song, but uh-huh. you're too drunk to karaoke. Uh-huh. I'm confused. Yes. <laughs> Feels weird to me to, to do a song about not being able to sing. Yes. I don't understand inherently what's going on. Yes. So I just think there's a, well, but what are some nice things we have to say about um, Detroit karaoke? Guitar is nice. Guitar is nice. Guitar is nice. Uh, Put that on a t-shirt. Guitar, guitar is, is nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Full, huge, bold, white font on a black shirt. Yeah. Guitar is, is nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. That's very cool. That person's walking around talking about her. <laughs> really cool opinions like their favorite movie is pulp fiction yes guitar is <laughs> nice. nice my favorite food is cheeseburgers <laughs> uh okay yeah it's 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 also um you know if i was in a country bar yeah if i was in the south that song came on it could be a little fun sure it also feels like just another negative thing <laughs> uh the least jimmy i've ever felt like this doesn't yeah. feel like jimmy's at all it feels like toby no. came in and toby did up Yes, and, exactly. And we're not faulting Jimmy for that. Yeah, and li- like it feels very much like a solo cup country song, which Jimmy's yeah. done before, but yeah. n- like n- never to the sixth. This is like the, the like, I don't, like 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 the cousin to it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cousin that you don't talk to. The at cousin all. that yeah that um ruined your uncle's funeral. <laughs> yes. And you're like, ugh, welcome back. Yes, and yes, I was yes. asking you for money for a Kickstarter. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Where he's building a boogie board. He's building, <laughs> but this boogie board is different. <laughs> Don't you understand? This is going to revolutionize. This boogie, boogie board has four fins <laughs> instead of the classic three fins. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth fin lets you jump. <laughs> you forget air boogie boarding, man. It's a fucking rush. It's called the air boogie, <laughs> and it's going to sell at market for seven hundred dollars. And if I sell two of them, I'm going to make profit. Because <laughs> it only costs $15 to make. And I'm only asking you for $38,000. <laughs> or I'll ruin the other uncle's funeral. <laughs> it's an extortion Kickstarter. Um, all right. I think it's time. Number it one. Time? And I would say mine. I know you've had some controversial opinions. Mine might be the most controversial one. It is very controversial. Yeah. It's yeah, controversial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who yeah. should go first? I will go first. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. I want to get mine out of the way. The number one. I know. I'm anxious about this. <laughs> I'm anxious about this too. And I don't think this one. I, I don't think there's going to be any stink for me including this one as my number one. No. Okay. I don't think there's anybody out there that really loves this song. Okay. It's also one that 
I wouldn't say flies under the radar. It's okay. definitely not as well known as being a not great song as Crayola is. Okay. But I think it's kind of in that zone. Okay. From an album that I don't like, my least favorite Jimmy Buffett album, this is Where's the Party? Wow. Where's the Party? Really? Doesn't do it for Number me. Number one? Number one. Bottom Buffett? Bottom Buffett. Where's, Where's the, the party? party? I love this, though. You do? Yeah, it's like the law and order of Jimmy Buffett songs. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's okay, great, great, great. Where's the party? Where's the party? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's a mystery song. So moody. It's his only mystery song. <laughs> you just see these Every stills of people walking on the streets. when I'm on. come out to lie another just because I'm lonely doesn't mean that gets me down. I cruise the local driving, watching lovers holding hands. Like movie stills of Coupdevilles and Japanese sedans. Where's the party? <laughs> Everybody I know say they expect me to go to the party. It's such a real, you've never experienced this in your life? Oh, all the time. <laughs> I wish the radio would learn another song. I'd stay at home and watch TV if there was something on. Ooh, but why should I get all dressed up? Everybody looks at me as if they think I know where's the party. Oh, it's so good. All right, so where is the party? Um, a song written about me in high school. <laughs> Self-burn. It's so good. It's... Uh... <laughs> What, what What is that classic painting of the man sitting in the diner, like, at night? Oh, like Nighthawks. N- Nighthawks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, this song, this whole album reminds me of that. I just visualized that painting. Nighthawks? Nighthawks. I love that. Yeah. 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 Well, that, isn't that great? It's so moody. I love it. It's I love such, how moody it is. It's such a moody song. It's a very moody album. Yeah, because that's the other one that has uh, Someone Told Me I Was In Town. Yeah. <laughs> because it's... Uh, <laughs> It's the whole album is him reckoning with fame. Yes. And so it's like so funny to me. I just think it's brilliant. <laughs> I think it's so funny. I, I don't know why. I just think where's the party is like it is literally up there for me. It's, it's a good it's song. There. Really? Yeah, because I'll put it on I've listened to it independently. Like I've <laughs> I've listened to it voluntarily before. Because I'm just like that feeling of like where's the, but like someone seriously it's I'm just imagining like a bunch of detectives asking where the party is hey, where's and the party where's yeah I heard there was a party here nah man I don't know nothing about a party someone throwing like bags into a crate come on but tell me where the party is no 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 I can't talk I can't talk I don't know where the party is why looks you, like there's a party back here why don't you check down by the docks maybe they know something <laughs> it's just it's a, like the, it's a detective procedural where they're trying to get to a party. party. Yes. And I've built a whole world around Absolutely. it. And I it's, think it's so funny. It's set in like 1945 Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, it's noir. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, an, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's for sure noir. It's noir. That's where the Nighthawks thing comes in. 
That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They said, man, you don't want to be at this party. Nice thing for me, it certainly paints a picture very quickly. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might not like that picture, but it does the job of painting it. It's good. Okay, well, look, I respect that. Say your nice thing. Your painting of the picture? Painting is of the, nice painting thing? the okay. picture. That's my nice okay, thing. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Your I'm nervous about number. Mine. Ooh, yeah. I, I think I'm gonna get some heat for it, but I didn't. A lot wanna, of people like this. A lot of people like this, and I would even say this is almost uh, Big Eight adjacent. Yeah, he plays it a lot. I don't know if we have ever seen him play it in a concert. We've seen. I, I don't. don't think I've I don't think him. so. No. Um, I have some issues with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never uh, taken a liking to it, and I just think it's a little strange. It is a little um, strange, maybe a little dated. A little dated is the best way to say that phrase. Yeah. Um, uh, but I do have it on here, and I'm going to stick to it. Uh, I will say nice things about it. But from the last Mango in Paris album, my number one, bottom 10, right at the end of my bottom, <laughs> Jolly Mon Sing. Jolly Mon Sing. Yeah. Let's give this one I'm a listen. Stand by it. Let's listen to it. This intro is phenomenal. Yeah. It's a there good song. Is a tale yeah. That the island people tell don't care if it is true cuz I love it so well. <sighs> Jolly man sing for his supper every night. The people fed him well cuz he treated them so right. Oh, oh, oh. Jolly man sing. Oh, I don't know. It's so good. Oh, oh, oh. Make a ride. On the island near and far He always found his way by a Ryan Lucky Star He'd tell them of their joys He'd tell them of their woes They'd love to see him come They'd hate to see him go Oh, 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 Jolly Mon Sing Oh, it's so good It's ah! good oh, oh, It pains me Make the music ring He was making his way home on a dark and stormy night when he heard a cropper hill, he saw a flashing light. When he reached the other boat and offered them a hand, they said, Give us all your cargo as they took a pirate stand. Oh, 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 Jaleman Singh. Can I tell you yeah. that this song has, for the longest time, flown under the radar for me? Yeah. And listening to it now as your number one on your bottom 10. Yeah. This song might be way up there for me. <laughs> You're just doing this out of no, spite. No, 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 I am not. <laughs> no, I am not. I'll tell you why. It reminds me a lot of one of my favorite Buffett songs, Chasson Les Petits en- Pour Les Petits Enfants. Yeah. I love that song. I know. And this is a good story song. It's a good story song. It's very melodic. It's yes. very fun. The oh, whoa, whoa. Like, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's I, really good. You have the floor. Okay. Okay. I think the reason it's it's high up there is it feels dated to me. Mm-hmm. When I talk to friends about Jimmy Buffett, and I'm like, listen to this. Like, mm-hmm. he has a song called Jolly Mon Sing, and he's yeah. a white man from Mississippi. Yes. What's going on? If we're yes. being blunt, right? If we're being like, you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys are older than us, and yes. I'm sure you're screaming, kill this PC culture, <laughs> right? I'm sure you are. But here's the thing. I would say if he just changed this song to like Jolly Man Sings. Yeah. I'd be cool with that. Sure. I just, just kind of imitating the island uh, accent is a little problematic. Problematic for mm-hmm. me. 
at best. And I think that's where I just feel like I needed to mention it. But listening to it right now, I forgot about the, oh, 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 Jolly Mind Singh. It's a really good hook. It's I, really it's, good. But I, I, I agree. It's the same reason I don't like Too Drunk to Karaoke. Yeah. Because just in the current culture that we live in, it just makes me feel a little little icky right and because we are looking at it as we're trying to use this podcast to preserve jimmy buffett yeah we're preserving him for the future Uh because we're nailing him down for the uh, people our age to be like this is what we like this is what we love about him this is how he relates to us now yes and this is where i would get a hiccup Mm -hmm. and that's that's the only thing i'm saying about it not to get too real here but i just think i really love the song well let's maybe we can get real for a second okay okay where do you, where do we stand in terms of the the uh, the, the the it was a different time conversation? Ooh, you know yes, what I mean. In, ter- in terms of music, and especially we're talking here, it's a little a cultural appropriation, and that's mm-hmm. the that's the gray area of Jimmy Buffett. In that, what I love about Jimmy Buffett is he is always in these other lands, always these other experiences, but he's writing them from his own point of view. Yes, and in that way, he was ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. Like there was other people that were like you know like writing these things where they were like pretending to be, you know, doing these voices, you know, very much the Tiki Room at at Disneyland, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like you're doing these like very offensive situations. But he was always himself and he was always appropriate and always, and he always, he he lives a very charitable life. And and it was always done out of love Always done out of love. And this one is too, it's done out of love and respect. So I think he's all right. And we're not calling anything out about that. Yes. Um, But where do we, yeah, it was a different era is... uh, because there, there's there's a there's different schools of thought to it. Yes, there are. This one's very much cultural appropriation. There's also like you know, like in in the seven like Guns and Roses. Yeah, singing songs just about sex and treating women a certain way mm-hmm. that like right now makes me feel very very icky, and I don't yeah. listen to it because it, I don't like the way that it makes me feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because it's like there's a difference to treating someone bad yes like treating someone like you know not a person yes that's not what this song is no this is this is um very well intentioned yeah and very positive mm-hmm. and also listening to it right now it almost could even have been about himself and it probably yeah. was about himself uh-huh. he's singing he's just singing of the islands he's running around that's what he does he sings around the islands yes so i think that's like uh i guess that's that's okay with me. I also think like the question is like it was a different time. It depends on when you're using that. Mm-hmm. And if you're saying it was a different time and this is the best song of all time, <laughs> then right. we're like exactly, okay. exactly. But it's like we can give this a pass. I don't think Jimmy would ever have done something that he doesn't get a pass on. Yes. I mean, smart woman in a really short skirt. We can certainly put that in the same category. Sure. But I didn't put it in here. Right. So why? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's my own situations. But this is the this is the uh, situation that us millennials have, have put ourselves into. Yes, in so this we, quote unquote woke culture. In this woke culture. Mm-hmm. So we have to, it's this whole thing where like up, up until two years ago, now every single thing has a problem. And mm-hmm. we have to sit around and be like, uh, it, are we going to cause problems with this? Is this going to be a problem for us? Is that going to be a problem for us? And now yeah. it's like for this one, it's just something that I 
would like to mention. And I'm yeah. okay. And I think it's an important conversation that we can actually start about Jimmy Buffett. Yes. And I think talking, uh, we know he's well-intentioned. We know it's everything, but we mm-hmm. can have the conversation. So if you have thoughts about that, we'd love to hear them. Yes, absolutely. Good or bad. You hate us or you love us. Uh-huh. Uh, any, even if you've struggled with this situation yourself yeah. in anything, this is an interesting world. We're living in a, an unprecedented time. Yeah. Because th- there is a, a, a inherent difference between, like you said, two years ago when things for like about where it used to be like very cut and dry yeah and now things do and should require a certain level of analysis yeah yeah i think if anything you look at you listen to john Singh and you're a little like huh mm-hmm. you're like oh interesting but it's just like something where i'm like oh let's not maybe we just don't play that one yeah but i like it it's good. It's a and you know what, and that's what it's. And I put it on here so I can we can have the conversation. Yes, and raise the question. Yes, and that's all. Yes. So that's I would I would just put it there for now until we can figure out what to do with it. Okay, great. So that's that's we we, we put it away. It's on a shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll come back to it. Well, we give date. it a highlight. A highlight. Yeah. Yes. Start in this in a more serious tone. But it is a conversation it's a, it's we've a never had on this show. No, and it's we not. should have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that is a thing that gets brought up a lot. I would say. Uh, in terms of uh, music and certainly in terms of movies as well, yeah. like living in Los Angeles, this is a conversation that comes up daily. Yes. It's like this movie that used to be regarded as a classic, this album, this song that used to be regarded as a classic, does it carry the same weight yeah. that it did way back when, now that we're looking at things with a totally different perspective? Absolutely. And so it's just a question. And it's something that maybe you're not having that conversation where you are. Yeah. But we unfortunately have it every day. Yes. Or fortunately. Yes. For better or for worse. Yes. I think it, it has caused people to create more conscious art and more inclusive art for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Would this change the song if he said Jolly Man Sings? Would it change? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he doesn't do any, he doesn't do a lot of like kind of pigeon talk in the rest of the song. No. So I guess I just have a he's problem not, with the title. He's not poking fun at he's anybody. He's not poking fun. He's, he's honestly highlighting it and emphasizing it. And it's such a great song. Yeah. It's, it's an magical. interesting conversation and I am very interested to see what our listeners have to say. So I seriously, know. like let's open the conversation a little yes, bit. Yes, we'll talk about it. Send us an email. Send it, Maybe keep it off Twitter. Keep, uh, <laughs> send, yeah, us, yeah. send us an email. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Our Twitter, yeah. Our, our, our Twitter is pretty chill. Our Twitter is very chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, reach out to us at yeah. Paired Head Pod on Twitter, pairedheadpodcast at gmail.com, Paired Head Podcast on Facebook. Yes. We're around, and I think it's a good conversation. I don't think Jimmy in any regard would be, quote unquote, canceled for this. No, absolutely not. But it is a different time. Yes, That's absolutely. That's something to think about, and because we're in a new time. We are in a new time. Love it or hate it. We're in a new time where things it's are getting scrutinized. It's about to be 2020. It's about to be 2020, a new decade, and we're ringing it in yep. like this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty interesting stuff. Oh, man. Well, that was our Buffett Bottom 10. That's correct. If you like this episode, let us know. Yeah, I would like to call it the Buffett 10 Not For Me. <laughs> <laughs> we can title the episode that. The Buffett, the Buffett 10 Not For Me. <laughs> yeah. The top Not For Me. <laughs> the top 10 Not For Me. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, wow. uh, until next time, I am Mayfair Marleybone. I'm St. Charles, Tennessee. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. Bye-bye. 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 Here we go. Oh, wow. Wow, wow,
don't smoke, I don't shoot smack, but I got a spicy monkey riding on my back. Don't spicy eat any, it's too much sugar and no, but I will play for gumbo. Yes, I will play for gumbo. It started at my grandma's in her kitchen by the sea. She warned me when she told me, son, the first one's free. It hit me like a rock or some taekwondo, cause I will play for gumbo. Oh yeah, I will play for gumbo. A piece of French bread with which I wipe my mold. Good for the body, good for the soul. It's a little like religion and a lot like sex. You should never know when you're gonna get it next. Midnight in the quarter or noon in Thibodeau. I will pay for gumbo. Yes, I will pay for gumbo. I'm not talking quesadillas or a dozen crispy Hey, this is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. And we do a podcast called Why Mommy Drinks. Each episode we have a guest and we all share a story of a time that our kids drove us to drink. Parenting isn't easy, but it sure can be funny. Listen to us on Campfire Media. My mommy drinks. Campfire.